Hello friends, it's Roy Thomas Padgham here. I'm sure that Edville Dick will convince one of his lackeys to write a piece about how I buggered off back to England in a huff because I didn't want to recite any more articles about pigs. But the truth is actually just a hair more glamorous than that, for once. Over the summer, I got on a WhatsApp chat with my former flock of men without Dolby bandmates, and they seemed to have clawed their way back from the brink. Nigel is out of rehab and living in Essex, having reunited with Sylvia, the mother of his children, who, between you and me, was always one of the prettier flock of men groupies. Meanwhile, Simon has also returned to the UK after what we're affectionately referring to as his lost weekend. In reality, almost nine years spent travelling around Southeast Asia on what he repeatedly insists was a spiritual journey, although I have it on good authority that five of those years were spent in a Thai jail after he was busted entering the country with half a kilo of methamphetamine. In retrospect, it's lucky for him that they didn't chop off his hand, although I've never seen him play that synthesizer with more than just the one anyway. It turns out a funny thing has happened in the intervening years since we last spoke. The 80s are a thing again. It seems those little buggers who used to buy our records and come to our concerts are all middle-aged now, with cash to spend on reliving their glory days. Fueled by a desire to get out of the house and away from their kids, who are now the age that they were during our heyday, there's big money in 80s acts doing multi-band nostalgia tours. We did our first dates last week at outdoor festivals with Kajagoogoo, orchestral manoeuvres in the dark, and Heaven 17. And our full calendar is filling up with indoor shows. Pandemic be damned. We're opening for Erasure for a fortnight next month, and then we're going out with Dead or Alive, the most appropriately named band of all time, seeing as frontman Pete Burns has been dead for five years. The record label have scoured the archives for footage of him on top of the pops and whatnot, enough to create 45 minutes of hologram footage of dear old Pete strutting his stuff, while the other band members stand around like lemons playing their instruments. In another 20 years, every concert by a heritage act will likely be like this. Now I told Dick I'd be happy to keep reading his pig stories from over here, that it's no skin off my nose to find half an hour in the back of the tour bus to sit down with my laptop and revel in whatever bullshit Crystal BB and that old codger buster have gotten themselves into over the last fortnight. But no. Submitting the podcast in the UK isn't authentic enough for the big dick. It seems I have to actually be sitting in the armpit of Ontario to be able to deliver the goods with the requisite panache and maintain my credibility. So it's so long and Alf Vida Zane for me. Good luck finding another schmuck who's happy to narrate your rag in exchange for a bushel of corn on the cob from Edna's farm. Try finding someone who's so committed to their craft that they'll actually search YouTube for videos where someone pronounces the ludicrous place names that Hugo seems intent on coming up with week after week. Hopefully when the dust settles on this and I'm feeling inspired, I'll submit the occasional missive that Dick will deem worthy of inclusion, and you'll see my name in the Edville Gazette again. Dick, you can send the corn down to the Brighton Food Bank, courtesy of yours truly. This is Roy Thomas Padgham, signing off and checking out.